microphone won't stay where I'm trying to put it. It's driving me crazy. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley. Nope. That's Holly Roberts. Yeah, Brad's taking the day off. Brad is taking the day off. Hopefully, he's relaxing and not uh, being kept, uh, you know, uh, down by the rain. Uh, Grant is with us. Thanks for hanging with us, Grant. Hey, guys. Thanks Thanks for having me. Um, Holly's in the middle of a redhead sandwich. Um, Lucky you. That sounds a lot more suggestive than I think. I know. It's just going to be, you know, it's just redheads are spicy and you get to just enjoy that experience. I hope. Um, I will. So, you know, I kind of wanted to get started with the thing that is blowing up before our very eyes. And the timing is all very interesting. And I'm not saying interesting in a Minnesota way or in a conspiracy way. In general, it is interesting that the royal family is like blowing up before our very eyes. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. So there's kind of two things that are happening simultaneously. And that's the thing that we're interested in. The first thing is the news that came out yesterday uh, about the investigation into the methods that Martin Bashir used to get that infamous interview with Diana, Princess Diana. Uh, And this is when he was with the BBC. He has since parted ways, um, but it was found that he used several coercive uh, techniques to get her to consent to this interview. Deceitful. Deceitful, yes. Um, and, and now the, the sons, the boys are speaking out about it. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Okay. That, that report, that inquiry did not mess around. Well, it didn't. And you know what the, well, the thing that keeps coming back up is this is not new. This is not a new, um, these allegations are not new. No. These have been around for quite some time. Yeah. They, they were first being complete. This interview had complaints against it from the get-go mm-hmm. all the way back into 1995. Yeah. So we've been hearing about this for, what, 26 years now? That's a long time. That's a long time. Um, but now, you know, they finally kind of settled it. And both the princes, Prince William and Prince Harry, have had something to say about it. And they both are essentially saying what we've all kind of known is that this... This interview ended up having a direct link, in their humble opinions, to the death of their mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the heartbreaking piece of it. Um, But they're not pulling punches. They are are being very forward about how they see that uh, interview as having impacted the death of their mother. Yeah, well, Prince William's statement is a little bit more diplomatic, I would say, because he's still a member of the royal family. He's going to be king. Exactly. But he still isn't mincing words because he was lambasting the BBC for contributing to significantly to her fear, paranoia and isolation. And uh, but then Harry. Yeah. Okay. so do you I I don't have his actual statement in in front of me right now, which Mm -hmm. that is. Because my computer is glitching. Yay. Do you have it in front of you by any chance? Um, you know, uh, the full response. Yes, I do. Now, so here's what Prince Harry had to say. He said, our mother was an incredible woman who dedicated her life to service. She was resilient, brave and unquestionably honest. The ripple effect of a culture of exploitation and unethical practice practices ultimately took her life. Mm hmm. 
So here's the thing that I find really interesting is you sort of alluded to it in the fact that William, still in the royal family, going to be king, he still has to exist. He has to sort of, uh, he has to be diplomatic. He has to, he has to walk that fine line, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Well, and he goes, I was just going to say that William in his statement, he specifically goes after the BBC. He's talking about this panorama program specifically. So he's not Mm -hmm. really talking about the media necessarily as a general broad amalgam as entity right so he's sticking to the bbc inquiry and he's thanking them for doing that whereas harry is just going all in on it well and harry can go all in on it because he's not bound by the the royal family any longer and we're seeing this and this sort of spills over into topic number two but we're seeing this in how he's carrying himself out in in life where he's he's not pulling any punches he is telling the truth about the experience of living in that gilded cage mm-hmm. um and he's doing that sitting down with oprah talking about his own mental health so when i say there's two things happening simultaneously that really is coincidental um that this report was made that this uh, Martin Bashir thing was tied up at the same time as this Oprah interview is going on mm-hmm. he is being very 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 honest about what life looks like in the firm oh yeah oh he he is talking to Oprah mm-hmm. and he is saying some things and he's explaining his life and yeah. what he was going through and some of his past actions and really raw and really vulnerable. And you can kind of uh, you can draw some conclusions on your own about how his experience went and how it might have been for Diana, mm-hmm. because one of the things uh, he talks about is the cries for help from him and his wife, Meghan Markle, to the royal family. Mm-hmm. And how little they helped. Yeah, because Prince Harry in this new Oprah interview, he's saying that every single ask, request, warning, whatever it is, just got met with total silence and total neglect. So he's saying, he kind of alluded to this when he sat down with Oprah a couple of months ago, Mm -hmm. that the royal family was not here for any kind of request for help. It wasn't like he was necessarily even suffering in silence at this point. He was reaching out and saying, there are some issues here that we would like to address, and we want you, the firm, the royal family, the British institution that it is, can can you help us out? And they Please. and they were not there for it. Mm-hmm. And again, what is interesting is I think you can kind of draw some conclusions then about how Diana felt in that experience as well, because she also struggled mm-hmm. uh, and struggled very similarly. Um, Harry tells very uh, what's the word? very specifically about how he used drugs and alcohol to numb the pain he felt after the death of his mother. Mm -hmm. He talks about that fateful night that we've heard uh, he and Megan talk about in the previous Oprah interview where Megan talked to him about plans to end her life. And he talks about just how specific those plans were Mm -hmm. and how little, uh, how little it helped. He talked about his father and the way he was parented. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's dropping all kinds of secrets. Sure. Because he can now. Yeah. You know, there he is, you know, and he talks about, well, he's seeking the help that he asked for 
within the context of the royal family. But now he's not really in that construct anymore, so he can be vulnerable in that way. You know, without it being a liability, well, right. at least according to the British royal family, being emotional and vulnerable like this, one could assume that they would consider it to be a liability to the institution. Sure, absolutely. Well, and what I find interesting is he does, he talks about, because this special is all about mental health. This Oprah special, um, where he's doing all of this talking, is all about mental health. And one of the things he talks about is how Megan helped get him into therapy. And what's interesting about that is um, I think about what it would be like to be such a huge public figure. There is not a person on earth who does not know who Prince Harry is. Mm-hmm. And to sit down with a therapist and say all of your deepest and darkest secrets and start to untangle the very unrelatable ways that you were raised. Sure. With a therapist. Yeah. Um who is that? Th- I mean, I'm not I'm not truly asking, but that that is a tall order on, on behalf of a therapist. And you would think that the royal family would have had a therapist on staff. Oh, my goodness. Right. You would think so. It's like I've got this person on speed dial or you just you have the royal therapist in waiting. Right. And they have an office down at the musty end of the hall in Buckingham Palace. Yeah. And when you feel like you need a moment, you can just go. And talk to that person. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I always say, I think everybody should be assigned a therapist at birth and you should just like, they'll follow you through. Right. But I really feel like that with the royal family, because Mm -hmm. again, they're not only a family. We've talked about this before. They're not only a family. It's like a business. Also, the way that they conduct themselves is unlike a normal family system. And so there's two things always simultaneously, actually probably three things simultaneously happening. They have their normal family system. Yep. Mom, dad, grandma, yep. grandpa, brother, sister. Interacting like families do. Cousins. Then they have what the the firm, right? The business that they are conducting. Yes. That they're balancing against that. And then they have the third piece, which is the public perception. Sure. And then not only on top of that, you're kind of a government institution as right. well. And you have your own business practices. And then also, you know, coming from a construct back in the day, mm-hmm. if you were part of the royal family... You were ordained by the big man upstairs to be doing this kind of stuff. Now, our perception and our understanding of this institution has changed over the over the centuries and millennia. But Mm -hmm. still, like you are coming from that place. Right. Absolutely. You are you are uh, your function is to uphold the religious um, the religious uh, nature of of the of the nation. Yes. Right. So. Yeah, there's there's just a lot going on there. And I just imagine that what whoever that therapist is that uh, Harry showed up in their office, that therapist was like, oh, crap. Well, All right, here we go. They were like, OK, well, but then it's like when it comes down to it, Prince Harry is a human being. Exactly. Just like us. Exactly. And, and he is going through the same things that so many of us go through on a day-to-day basis. And he will talk about, in this interview, about trauma, because God knows he's had plenty in his life. Um, And he will talk about how he's dealt with trauma. And I actually think that that's a really important piece of this this special with Oprah, is that reconciling the fact that he is Prince Harry and he is a human being with human experiences 
and he is doing things through therapy that any human being who's had trauma in their own lives can do. Well, and he's actually filming himself. Yes. Doing therapy. Specifically, he's doing EMDR therapy, mm-hmm. which is a form of treatment specifically designed for PTSD. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it yeah. in front of the camera. Which is amazing. Which is totally amazing. And again, it like helps to break this the stigma, which is a really important piece of this special. Um Anyway, as before our very eyes, we are watching the royal family uh, going through a whole lot of stuff that is unprecedented. And we will continue to keep our eye on that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, oh, hey guys. Hey, I wanted to go back to the new uh, Prince Harry Oprah show, because Oprah was talking on the Today Show today, and I thought that she had something interesting to say about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's request for privacy. She mm. said that privacy doesn't mean silence. Ooh, I thought that was really interesting. So Oprah talking uh, to Hoda Kotb, kind of addressing maybe some of the backlash that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle received for getting vulnerable with her a couple Mm. of months ago and uh, dishing some personal details and their experiences with Oprah. And Oprah said, you know, ask for privacy, but I'm talking about all the time. She said, I think being able to have a life that you're not intruded upon by photographers or people flying overhead or invading your life or is what every person wants and deserves to not be intruded and invaded upon. That's what people are missing. Interesting. Yeah. So basically, it's like, look, just because you're a public person doesn't mean that you can't have a private life. Right. Because you can be public in certain aspects of your life. But in others, it's like, well, hey, sometimes I just... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want to go to the park or I want to chill out with my kid or go to the beach and not have to worry about being hounded and photographed and, and harassed by the public at large. You know what I find interesting about this is it it actually also kind of goes along with uh some of the conversations we've had in the past about how the paparazzi works. Yeah. 
and how there are people who the paparazzi leaves alone unless they call them. Well, right. I mean, that, well, we live in a completely different media ecosystem than right. we did during the time of Princess Diana, during right. the time, I would even argue, of the uh, the first wave of Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan and mm-hmm. stuff, where, where those paparazzi were aggressive. But now we live in a place where, look, if you're like, well, we talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. not wanting an authentic photograph of herself taking her dog to the piddle pad in the mm-hmm. dog park being published. But when we see her going out on strolls, more than likely it's been staged. It's been, uh, you know, arranged by publicists and managers and other things where it's like, hey, Reese, why don't you go out to a meeting and get photographed in a really cute outfit? Right. Which works right. because you got a clothing line. Exactly. Exactly. So it is, I, I find it to be a really interesting conversation. I, and another person who's talked about this in the past, and <laughs> there is a long walk between Oprah and this person, but Jessica Simpson That's right. talked about you. this, thank you, in her book. Um, because when she did the the show Newlyweds, that was at a time when the climate was very different when it came to paparazzi and to... Um, gossip rags and that kind of thing they really did have people camped out at the gates of their home yeah and so it is a whole it is a slightly different experience there's it's sort of two different conversations right right like there is a conversation about privacy but then there's also the conversation about that we have very often on the colleen and bradley show about those paparazzi um invitations oh yes which i think both of those things make the other very messy Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's all very messy. You know, going off on a side tangent here in our dirt alert, there's a celebrity gossip Instagram account called Dumois. Yep. Which, yeah, Colleen, you follow it. Mm-hmm. I follow it. Well, one of the things kind of bugged me a little bit was that they were asking for celebrity sightings out and about at restaurants and other places mm-hmm. and just people living about their day to day life. And I was like, hmm. Where is the line between, you know, being a public figure, being a celebrity, being out in public and and people telling other people where you are and what you're doing and then, you know, being public? I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but I was feeling a little icky. So, you know, what's interesting about that is there used to be. um, Do you remember the website Gawker? Oh, yeah. There used to be a an offshoot of Gawker or part of Gawker, I should say, called the Gawker Stalker. Yes. And uh, I had gone out to dinner with a friend of mine in New York City. New York City. And it happens that the person who I was out to dinner with is a person who would be stalked by a the Gawker Stalker. A person of note. And uh, our breakfast date, I mean, it was like my husband and me and our friend showed up on the Gawker Stalker. And they said things about my husband and me and our appearances. Mm-hmm. And it was like... I remember being very angry about that. Yeah, you were like, "Hey, now I'm just right." To and like we were just eating breakfast, and it was it was really off putting. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is that again, the Gawker stalker was um, regular pedestrians just out seeing celebrities and then pinpointing them on a map and saying, "Like I saw this person at this place with these people eating this." Mm-hmm. And that feels a little weird, like invasion of, invasion of privacy ish. Yeah, but I can tell you that this person who I was with, like you can walk, you could walk through the streets of New York City, and there were not paparazzi all over the place. Oh, sure, you can live a life that is not targeted by paparazzi easily. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's very complicated. It is. Guys. It's complicated, but it's also really <laughs> messy. It's just like very messy. Yeah. 
especially hold on a second. All right. Especially when I'm good now, especially when, you know, there are celebrities who will use, who will leverage the paparazzi to get coverage for themselves. It almost taints the people that Oprah's talking about who are looking for privacy in their lives. Sure, because some people probably featured on the Gawker Stalker, people who were featured on Dumois, they want that. Mm-hmm. Their publicists are like, mm, you were spotted here and here. That's good, because right. people are talking about you. Celebrity, it's messy. It is so messy. Speaking of celebrities who want to be paid attention to, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have reportedly gotten back together. Ooh, this is interesting. Under one condition, Yes. Though. They're in an open relationship. So they're in a relationship, but it's open. So they've chosen to enter into an open relationship. That according to uh, TMZ, several people seeing Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott out and about. And, uh, you know, they have a child together. Mm -hmm. So it's not super surprising. Perhaps this is just another chapter in their relationship. They had a date night earlier this month. He turned 30 years old. They were spotted... Spotted having spotted dinner. having dinner. Yeah. Now that one I would say probably was an invitation. Oh yeah, a spy. <laughs> a spy told Page Six. Yeah. I feel like that was Chris Jenner being like, "Honey, go out to eat in Miami. Make Let sure you're sit. seen." Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So again, it's all messy. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some blind items, some pop culture mysteries that we're going to solve, and Grant is going to help us. Surprise! Yay! Yay! Come on, it's going to be fun. And a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Grant. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Grant is at the controls. And Grant is being pulled into our favorite segment right now because we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. And fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Let's mm-hmm. warm up Colleen and Grant with this first little tasty nugget. Grant, are you excited? A little bit, a little nervous. Oh, no, <laughs> nothing to be nervous about. Nobody's going to hurt you. No, I watch Donna go through these and struggle sometimes. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. fun. <laughs> well, let's try this one. I think that you guys are going to get this one fairly quickly. This former stripper turned A-list actor hired out an entire strip club of female strippers as a housewarming gift to himself. Um, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yes. Dang for both of Yes. All right. Let's fill in the blank here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. Channing Tatum hired an entire strip club of female strippers as a housewarming gift to himself. (laughs) What? That's so funny. You know? You got to break in the furniture? Yeah, get that, you know. Oh, they broke it in. Yeah, they. I was going to say, good Lord. Uh, Good on you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I mean, yeah. So that was a good warm up act. Thank you for that. Nice out there. Appreciate that. Nice little twirl Uh around the pole. Mm -hmm. What do we got next? All right. So we have another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Grant to solve this afternoon. Let's go. With this one, this A-list mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner slash nominee moved to the other side of the world to try and save her marriage and keep her husband from having sex with every woman he worked with. Ooh. Okay. A-list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar winner slash nominee. Yes. Um. Ooh. Ooh. I don't. 
I have no idea. Well, let's give. I'll give you some hints. So this okay. person did a big interview with Variety recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person's husband isn't necessarily in the world of Hollywood, but apparently. They like to have sex with people who are not her. Okay. Um, okay. I I don't know why I'm guessing this. Kate Winslet? Um, no. Okay. Okay. There are two guesses. There are two guesses. Okay. Of right. who this is. Of who this is. But I feel like one is stronger than the other. Mm. So this person, yes. This Do we person, know that they've moved across the world? Well, they revealed in a new interview that they were spending time in the UK. And this person is not from the UK. Okay. Are they American? No, they're not American. Okay. Um, I am. I'm going to draw a blank okay. here. All right. What All would right. be, what would be, uh, what year did they win? Or like what era? Well, they've they... never won an Academy Award. But oh, they, they were nominated. nominated. They were yeah. nominated oh, about okay. twenty years ago, and they played a, a real life person, so a biopic, mm-hmm. a biopic, if you will. Yes. <laughs> um, this person is pretty talented. They're known for being uh, beautiful. Um, they are also known for having a, a nice, uh, Charlize Theron. No. Oh, okay. Good guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. I was going with all of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> they got a nice rack. Yeah. They got a nice rack. Uh, Selma Hayek. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there Ding. you go. Nice. <laughs> nice rack got me there, I which got is all the clues, the Oscar nominations, mm. I like the how things. Got but it was... you there, but not, but me not you, but I was there. <laughs> She is known for having a nice rack. She is. Mm -hmm. I mean... Very much so, yes. That is a very objective observation. Okay, so now that you say all that, I remember that we've talked about her husband's potential wandering... Shweenus. Shweenus, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Selma Hayek moved to the other side of the world. She was over Mm. in the UK to try to save her marriage and to keep her husband from having sex with every woman he worked with. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, Isn't that awful? That just doesn't sound like a good thing at all. Like... (laughs) At all. Like, why would you even try to, I mean, if a conversation can't figure that out, a flight's going to? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, it was probably one of those things where this guy, you know, he's rich. He's a billionaire. He has a wandering wiener. Mm-hmm. Uh, wandering. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, wandered, it. Yeah. it wanders around. Uh-huh. It, he's uh, one of the heads of this big um, Francois-Henri Pinot. Pinot? I don't know. I can't say French. I say croissant. Okay? Yeah, me too. Let's be, let's be honest here. Uh, so he's been married to Selma Hayek since 2009. I want to say that, uh, let's see, he has, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so the thing with this guy, mm-hmm. thing with this guy. So he was married to somebody, they got divorced. Then he dated Linda Evangelista, the supermodel. Ooh. They had a son together. There was a bunch of drama with that. Then he started dating Selma Hayek. Then they had a kid together. Then they got married. Gosh, he's busy. Yeah, he is really busy. And he's really rich. Okay. Is that, so, there is that wandering wiener thing a, a side effect of billionaires only? or <laughs> Billionaires I, only. Yeah, is you know, Bill not Gaines? only, but yes. Yes, I would say, to, yeah. yeah. I would say it is a definite side effect of billionaires. And no judge to this guy. I'm, I'm maybe, I don't want to say he's a good guy based on what he's doing, but like Selma Hayek and then this guy? Yeah. Like what, I get it, the money, but. You are beautiful, Selma, and you are talented. Go find someone who wants to be with you. Right? Look at this guy. 
Give yeah, her I a don't. Yeah. Talk, Grant. yeah, Grant, give her oh. a call. Do you have her number? I could give her a call right okay. now. I'll, I'll get back to you guys. Yeah, okay. no, I'm going to need you for this next blind oh, okay. item. So okay. can right. you wait till the break? Thanks. Yes, we can wait. We All can right. Wait. <laughs> by the item. Ooh, all right. So this celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Grant to solve has to do with the world of sports. Great. Great. So, awesome. Grant, this is awesome. This might be my corner. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, it's not mine. I can tell you that for free. This foreign-born A-list NBA star is breaking his NDA by telling friends about his lack of relationship with this reality star. He was told by her people that it would be good for his career to be seen with her. They never had sex, let alone kissed, unless there was a camera present. Foreign-born A-list NBA star. NBA is my dark corner. I just don't oh, know the NBA. Man, oh. you were my ace in the hole for this one. Okay, oh. uh, and this was a, uh, a reality star, which to me says it's a Kardashian, right? right. Yes. Lamar Odom was with one of the Kardashians. But I'm thinking time, this one was with not... Kendall, right? Yes. And I don't know his name. There was a guy that uh, was rumored to be dating, and are they still rumored to be dating? Uh, well, as of April 25th, Kendall Jenner and her NBA boyfriend, Devin Booker, there hold hands for date night. Now, yeah. I don't know anything about Devin Booker, except that he is he is an NBA player, so I've been told. But he was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh-huh. So let us remember that Got there is it. a list of guys, NBA players, that mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner has allegedly supposedly hooked up with. So we're going to have to figure out the one who perhaps was not born in the United States. Hey, so here I have now Googled Kendall Jenner NBA boyfriends. Me too. Um, we have... DeAndre Ayton? Mm, D'Angelo Russell? No. Jordan Clarkson? Blake Griffin? Nope. Uh, I don't know any of these Blake's people. Blake's from Minnesota. He's from Hopkins. Oh, well, hey. Oh, no, Blake Griffin. No, I'm thinking of... Uh, um, no, Blake Griffin is not from Hopkins. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the uh, Kim Kardashian's ex Yeah, that was... Uh, Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys, yeah. yes. yes. I was going to say, what are the odds that a Kardashian, two Kardashians two, would yeah, have Minnesotan Minnesota, boyfriends? Yeah. Nope, nope, no, nope. I doubt it. Highly right. doubtful. Well, okay, so one of these guys. Yep. Let's just, we'll fill in the blank with the information that we have. <laughs> yeah. Because Kendall Jenner's been with a lot of guys in yeah. the NBA, allegedly, supposedly. But one of these guys is breaking their NBA by telling his friends about the lack of relationship with Kendall Jenner. Nice. Because this guy was told by her people... Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. It'd be good for his career to be seen with Kendall Jenner. Interesting. They never had sex. They didn't kiss unless there was a camera present. Mm-hmm. So be suspicious mm-hmm. about any relationship that Kendall Jenner is having with any NBA I, guy. But we've always known this about Kendall Jenner and the guys she is seen with that yeah. they're usually not an actual couple. Right. I mean, this has always been the rumor, I should say. Yes. Is it uh philadelphia 76ers player by chance do you know that at all okay sure nba draft pick number one overall ben simmons no i'm ben here simmons? for this conversation yeah, i mean ben there's simmons from ben simmons is from australia I okay believe. Let's, there you let's go, go with that. we're ben going with simmons. that one he Ding. sounds he sounds a-list because that sounded like he was uh good <laughs> he is very good yes okay that sounds a-list because he sounds like he's good he's, okay let's do one more quickie great blinded by blinded the, by the item. uh let's go to this a-list actor who started off in late night is cheating on his wife a-list actor who started off in late night is cheating on his wife craig mm. kilborn 
Is it somebody from Saturday Night Live? Yes, Colleen. Okay. Craig Kilborn. Uh, A-list actor who started off in late night. Oh, he's not an A-list actor, yeah. Um... You know, it could be anybody, but I'm I'm my spider sense is tingling that it's somebody who has recently come up in the news for several viral things that he's been involved with. Viral things he's been involved mm-hmm. with. Oh, that should help me, and it doesn't. Um, this guy had a uh, run-in at the International <gasps> yep, House. Yep. Hold Man. on. Okay. Adam Sandler. Yep. Dang. There you go. <laughs> I'm like it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Ooh, no like. No. No, not happy with that. Yeah, uh, and two lawyers says Adam Sandler's cheating. Rude. rude. All right. uh, Thank you for all those delicious blind items. Grant, good job. Thank you. On your inaugural Blinded by the Item. Um, it's not easy. No, no, no. It's we make it sound easy. Yes. No, we don't. It's not very. It's not easy. It was fun. Thank you. It was fun, right? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little publicationship corner. We're going to check in on Benifer again after this on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Our friend Grant is at the controls. And we're going to check in with a publationship. This one will not leave us alone. It's called Benefer. No, this is a publationship of the summer. Remember, Colleen? You and Bradley were like, this is a hot publationship summer. Well, yeah. I mean, they're hot. Well, yeah. The tabloids are putting this on us. And you know what? Honestly, there's not a lot going on. So we're going to take this story. Yes. Benefer. The tentacles, we dubbed this the Publationship Megazord when you were gone, Colleen, like Power Rangers. You know when all the Power Rangers get together and they create the big uh, the big robot thing? That's exactly what this is. That's this involves this is. a lot, a lot, a lot of star power. But today we're going to be focusing on Alex Rodriguez. Poor Alex Rodriguez, who set the dinner table with three empty place settings for J-Lo and her two children while he and his children had Shuts dinner. Shuts the front door. Well, you didn't see that picture? No. Oh, okay. Well, if you haven't seen that picture, I invite everyone to go to Alex Rodriguez's Instagram account. This photograph was published last week. Stop it. This is ridiculous. I know. It's it's actually, it's starting to get really painful right now. And I don't really deal well with secondhand embarrassment. And that's what Alex Rodriguez is doing right now. So this was a photograph that was posted last week on his Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were seven days ago, so you were gone, Colleen. Okay. Din din with my girls. Hashtag daddy dinner date. No. Do you see the picture now? Not yet. I'm getting okay. there. All right. Well, it's taking me a hot well, moment. Well, when you yeah. see this piece of uh, publationship art, you'll know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say piece of publationship crap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at it. Oh, gosh. Come on. So thirsty, Alex Rodriguez. Three empty plates. Three empty chairs. (sighs) J-Lo and her twins are gone. No, that is ridiculous. Well, the latest story (laughs) in this whole publicationship megazord is that Alex Rodriguez is trying to accept the harsh truth about Jennifer Lopez reconciling with Ben Affleck. A source saying, it's a kick in the teeth. Alex is still very sore and in a world of pain. From that kick in the teeth? (laughs) Yeah, from that kick in the teeth. This is according to Us Weekly, a source that Us Weekly is talking about this. And that, you know, it's the first time that anyone can remember him being dumped like this. <gasps> At oh. least publicly, seeing her running straight back to Ben's arm is a real kick in the teeth. Mm-mm. It's a tough pill to swallow, but that's his new reality. It's a harsh truth, you guys. It okay. is a harsh truth. Real quick. Where do we think that's coming from? 
Oh, it's totally coming from his people. Yeah. It's totally covering his people yeah. because they want a sad trombone for Alex Rodriguez and his empty table at dinner. So how, funny. How oh, my gosh. Jennifer Lopez go off and sleep with her ex while we're just waiting here for you to get home for dinner? <laughs> a nice home-cooked meal of shrimp skewers and asparagus. Oh. But don't cry for Alex Rodriguez, you guys. Do not. Do, do not, not cry for the centaur. Do not cry for the centaur. Allegedly a painting of himself above his bed. Look it up. Rumors. I feel like it's true. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's totally That's true. so true. Yeah, don't but but I'm here to tell you, don't cry for this man because Alex Rodriguez is sliding into people's DMs. And we've got the receipts. Why why am I not shocked? Can I ask a question before we get into how he's sliding into people's DMs and you have the receipts? Mm -hmm. Was Alex Rodriguez the one, I always get this confused, who used to give gift packs to the women that he slept with? That was Derek Jeter. Okay, thank you. He would make them take their cell phones out, check them at the door. Oh my gosh. Even his own mother was not allowed in his house with her cell phone. He was that cautious about letting his private life out. Okay, all right. But they got a gift bag when they left? Yes. A limo would come to the house, Uh and he would have the limo pick them up to take them home, and there would be a gift bag in the limo. I'm sorry to laugh. It's ridiculous. It is. Don't apologize. That's crazy. I mean, it's honestly, so I would hope that that would be a fairly bougie gift bag if it was oh, it like, was. you know, I, I have to, you know, spend the night with Derek Jeter and I get some fabulous a lousy t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, there's like a, maybe a two-year-old iPod second generation. Right, there, but, but I bet there's an autographed picture. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> With a wink and a nod. Uh, hey, anyway, but back to A-Rod. He wasn't the one that gave gifts. He's the one that had a centaur painting. Yes. Back <laughs> okay. to the other so he's, horny former Yankees yes. player. So <laughs> yes. he's sliding into whose DMs and how do we know? Well, we know. Well, okay. So first to answer your question, it's Australian TV presenter Belinda Russell. Ooh. I don't know who she is. But, she, but she's a thing. She's one of the hosts on Australian Today. And she revealed on the air that she had received a direct message on Instagram from Alex Rodriguez. Mm, And what did did she tell? Um, Well, she said that uh, I don't think we have any of the information about what it is. Oh, here's what he said. Yes, because now we have the screenshot. Thank you. All it says, it's a picture of her. Dancing on top of the desk at the Today Show in Australia. Okay. And it's one of her Instagram stories. And all it says is, great feed, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Now, Belinda is a very attractive lady. I'd have you know. Okay. And that is an invitation to flirt from Alex Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. He is sliding into her DMs. And she said... All I can say is he likes great content. So, you know, she was kind of brushing it off. That's cute. But with her co-host, you could kind of tell that maybe perhaps this wasn't going to be something that they were going to talk about on the air. But then the co-host was like, okay, well, this is too dishy to not air. Are you kidding? Here we are. If A-Rod slid into your DMs, that would be the headline news of the day. Oh. Yes. I would be like, what is wrong? Well, what is wrong? I mean, I mean, he likes pictures of cats. Then I'd be like, oh, so you yes. misunderstood Alex Rodriguez. Tell me more. Tell me more about your love of cats. Yeah. Cats and windows. Yeah. That's what Holly brings. Yeah. I bring kid content and cat content as well. And I'm dog content. There's See? not one picture of myself, I think, in my whole entire. I uh, think occasionally I show up in my own Instagram, but typically it's like baseball pictures. Yeah. Your kids playing baseball. Yeah. For sure. My kids playing baseball or softball. And then my cats mm-hmm. just laying around. Yeah. 
So, Alex, suffice to say, A Rod's not coming for us. No. <laughs> so, look, don't play your tiny violin for A Rod. He's all flirting up a storm on Instagram. Oh my gosh! And also. Colleen, yeah. I want to bring you this little treasure of a blind item that Ooh. we read about Alex Rodriguez last week. Grant, can you roll that beautiful bean footage for us? A little blinded by the item. Yeah. Yes. Now, Grant has heard this one, and I'm just going to paraphrase because there's some words before we okay. go to break. J-Lo and A-Ron were out to dinner one night. Alex Rodriguez excuses him to go to the bathroom, and instead of going to the bathroom, he goes outside, gets in a car with a woman, where he proceeds to pleasure himself until completion while looking at the woman. Alex Rodriguez gets busted by Jennifer Lopez, but tells her it isn't cheating because he didn't actually touch the other woman. Oh, my God! The worst. Oh, my God! Don't feel bad for Alex Rodriguez and his broken heart and his empty dinner table (laughs) because... He did it to himself. Yes, he he literally did it. Well, he did it to himself. He was doing it to himself in that car. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, hey, uh, Leah Remini's going back to school. What's your big life change? 651-641-1071 after this.